0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Watching the Boxes. I'm your host, Mike Catron, and we did not have an episode last night due to the fate of the free world being at stake, Um, and we might not have episodes in the future due to the free world still being at stake. So we're going to keep going with as many box scores as we can. Tonight is a huge slate of box scores, and due to, uh, I think, Tom Haberstraw tweeted out a nice little Google app. Um, It's really a Google add-on that uh, shows the box scores really, really nicely on ESPN. I suggest go checking his Twitter out. I retweeted it as well. So if you go check out my Twitter at WatchTheBoxes, all one word on Twitter, uh, at some point I retweeted. It's a really handy app. It puts all the box scores on one uh, page, and it looks really nice, and I like it a lot. It's probably going to help me do this podcast quicker or, you know, not. Uh, so let's get started. We have 11 games tonight, so it's a pretty busy night, and um, luckily not all these games are complete blowouts like uh, all the games on Monday were, so we actually might be able to get some uh, some information out of these games. Let's start with the Brooklyn Nets versus the New York Knicks, the battle for New York. Looking at the Brooklyn Nets, Trevor Booker, another really bad night from him. He's kind of fallen off when it's come um, lately, I guess. He did at least put up some counting stats. He had three steals, two assists, six rebounds, but he only scored five points. He was one for six, and really, the six rebounds hurts because he's supposed to be getting a little bit more rebounds, but at least his steals were good in this game. I'm uh, I'm dropping him in value, I would say, moving forward. I, I really don't like the way he's been playing lately and the, the minutes he's been getting. He's not been uh, as consistent as he should be. Um, he is currently ranked 40th overall in 9-cat leagues, but he is averaging only 26 minutes a game. And so that that, that really doesn't help you if you're really looking for a ton of uh, anything but steals. So his steals are good. He is averaging nine rebounds a game. But his inability to to score on a consistent basis uh, really does hurt. He did have a couple good games uh, last night and on the fourth. Uh, once again, Charlotte and once again, uh, Minneapolis. But overall, I would say... He's he's not consistent enough for me to to want on my team. I still think he's a standard league value, but I, I'm not happy with his performance. I'm not happy with him. He does give you a lot of steals for that from that position, but I just I'm not sure his uh, production continues, and it, it bothers me that he's not playing 30 minutes a game as well. He could eventually. Uh, get hit on the upswing but he's 29 years old that's not a ton of upside at that age Um, I I think his value is falling the rest of the Brooklyn Nets we had uh, Hollis Jefferson who was kind of an early uh, sleeper this year with another just uh, mediocre line Uh, 1 for 4 with 8 points 4 assists, 5 rebounds I don't think he is ownable in any leagues uh, any standard league anyway he's probably ownable uh he's definitely ownable in deeper leagues. Justin Hamilton played twenty three minutes tonight he had twenty one points, which is pretty monster with five of those being three pointers uh but only four rebounds and a steal so not a ton from him uh i don't I don't know if I like him much either he's definitely someone in deeper leagues that you can keep a hold of simply because for a center, he gets you uh, three-pointers. But he's currently ranked 67th overall in nine cats, and he's only playing 23 minutes a game. So I guess in certain bigger leagues that's a streaming player, once again, he's not doing enough for me all over the place, or he's not doing anything elite that... I want to jump on. Yeah, sure, he doesn't turn the ball over, but who cares about turnovers unless you're in a, in a nine-cat roto league. He's getting two three-pointers a game in limited minutes, which is really nice to see, but only five and a half rebounds. Almost a steal a game, half a block. His per 36 are nice, but he's not playing starters minutes. He's playing t- 23 minutes a game. Uh, I don't think he's minimal in standard leagues, but he's definitely someone to watch in case uh, someone gets hurt on that team or they start playing um, playing him a lot more. The rest of this team, pretty mediocre. Uh, Sean Kilpatrick got the start. Only 7 points and 5 assists. I don't like him uh, either. It's a bad team. It's a bad team all around. Uh, Brooke Lopez being the only bright side of this team. But, oh, you know, Brooke Lopez, he only averages f- he only, uh, less than 5 rebounds a game. That's terrible from a center. And he's only getting about a block a game. Uh Jeremy Lin while he's uh, out he should be out until later this month. I'd say he's the only real other guy on this team that I like. The only guy I'm watching is Justin Hamilton. Everybody else can um can go right away. I don't care for them. Moving on to the Knicks, uh Derrick Rose 6 for 10. Over the last few games Derrick Rose has seemed to uh lay off the intense amount of shooting. And uh, has found Porzingis quite often. It seems like they finally got into his head that, you know, hey, this guy is a great pick-and-roll guy. Maybe if you get him the ball, you won't have to force up shots and you won't have to turn the ball over at the rim. Though Rose only had four assists tonight, but he had 14 points, uh, surprisingly. A three-pointer, which is uh, rare for Derek Rose, and three rebounds. I still think he's in the drop zone for standard leagues, but he is he only played 22 minutes a night tonight it, it does look like it was a bit of a blowout in the fourth quarter so understandably a lot of these guys got a, a little bit of rest except for mellow and, and porzingis they actually played in the in the 30s Mello finally got his game together he still shot nine for 22 which shouldn't be a terrible surprise but seven rebounds two assists a steal a block 22 points with two three-pointers uh, I still like Melo moving forward. I think he's had a slow start to the season, and that's to be expected, right? This team has a bunch of new faces, a bunch of new people, and it's going to take a while for them to get used to playing with each other. Melo is currently ranked 59th overall in uh, nine Cat Leagues. And when you take a look at what Carmelo can actually produce, he can produce a lot better than that. He He's not really fallen off in too many places from last year. He's not getting as many assists, and I think that's just because the ball's out of his hands a little bit more. But other than that, his, his stats look pretty standard to where they were last year. So, do expect a little bit of a more uh, uptick from him over the uh, his value over the, the rest of the season, but th- this is the kind of guy you're going to get. And I like Mello moving forward. I think he's fine. I know he's always had injury issues, but I, uh, I think with the amount of guys on this team who can actually play basketball, he doesn't have to carry the team anymore. Uh, the poor God, he is, uh, if you stagged him up in whatever round you stagged him up in, I think you got a value, uh, depending, unless you went in the first round, that's weird. But he had a, s- a couple weird games to start the season, and people might have panicked on him. There's no reason to panic on this guy. This guy is a stud. Um probably should have went after him as a by low candidate right as the season started. man, he he's averaging two and a half three pointers a game from his and a block and a half a game. That's that's elite company. I'm not really sure there's uh very many people who who actually do that. But tonight he had a monster game. 21 points, 2 blocks, 2 steals, 8 rebounds, 4 3-pointers, and an assist. A guy you can fill up the stat line like that, especially getting rebounds and 3s and blocks, is super rare. Keep a hold of him. Do not sell him at, for anybody. For, well, not for anybody. Everybody should be... Um, everybody has a price. Everyone on your team should be able to be traded for something. Granted, it's really going to be hard to trade for your top guys. You better get a lot in return. Krishat uh, Porzingis, you better get a lot in return. That guy's uh, amazing. Courtney Lee, still playing um, heavy minutes on this team. I'm not a huge fan of Courtney Lee. He did have a good game tonight, though. He had He's 5 for 10. He had 13 points, a re, uh, 3 rebounds, and an assist. I just don't think Courtney, Courtney Lee does enough for me uh, in 9-cat leagues. He's He's not elite in really anything at all. He's shooting the ball pretty well. But I, you know, he'll revert closer to his um, his averages as the as the year goes on. He's shooting fifty percent, and his uh, his his average last year was forty five percent. He averages around that forty five forty six percent range. So expect his shooting to drop off just a, a tad. He he doesn't do enough for me in really any stat to be standard league relevant. Noah only played 21 minutes, but he did have four assists, seven rebounds, and a steal. I, I He only had two points, but you're not trying to get points out of him. And once again, I, I think Noah has a place on certain punting teams or uh, someone you could stream if you need those those types of weird uh, stats from a center. So if you got an opening in your center spot and he's on your waiver wire, throw him in there. He's He's playing for the Knicks, and he occasionally gets weird stat lines. So... Uh I, I, I still think he has a little bit of value based on your, your league setup and your planning strategy and your ability to stream. Um Roto Leagues, so I, I think he's a non factor. Let's move on to the next game Wizards versus Celtics. Uh Wizards kinda kinda handed to the handed it to the Celtics. I said there wasn't that many blowouts, but with the first two games, uh kind of blowouts. Otto Porter Jr went off tonight. This is a stupid line. 34 points with uh, 14 rebounds, 4 assists, 3 steals, 3 blocks, and 3 three-pointers. Now, this was a little bit of a blowout, like I said. So they were getting the ball to Otto Porter um, more than he normally sees possessions. But they were feeding the hot hand, and this is not the first game of the season that Otto Porter has been the hot hand on this team he's actually pretty hot over the last um, couple games so yeah he is averaging a monster 17 points a three-pointer eight rebounds a steal and a half and a half a block here's the thing he's shooting 61 percent right now uh chill out everybody and also 91 percent from free throw all right Taper your expectations. Those aren't realistic. Those can't be realistic. This is definitely a sell high. Uh, if you can get something really good in return for Auto Porter, I don't think this is the, these games where he's uh, throwing down insane numbers over the last two games, uh, filling up the stat lines. This is not the new Auto Porter. This is a guy who has flashes of potential like this, which is really promising. So you know you want him on your team uh, as value. But when a guy's playing this well and shooting this high above his uh, normal averages, plus getting the intangible stats that he's not normally used to getting, it's definitely a sell-high time for Otto Porter. Looking at the uh, rest of this game, John Wall, he didn't shoot very well. Actually, Bradley Beal left this game early, and it was actually good to see that Otto Porter... Got most of the tick in this game with Bradley Beal being out. Marcus Thornton played 34 minutes with uh, Bradley Beal being out. Marcus Thornton has the most fantasy upside on this bench. So depending on how long Bradley Beal is out, Marcus Thornton actually might be a flyer, especially in in, in bigger leagues, but uh, in standard leagues as well. If he is going to play 34 minutes a night, the guy does enough of a, a little bit of everything. He's as good as Bradley Beal, really, when he's playing that many minutes. He's a shooter, but Marcus Thornton passes the ball a little bit more than Bradley Beal. He had three steals tonight, four assists, four rebounds, 16 points, and two three-pointers. That's definitely ownable. But also, Thomas Saransky, coming out of nowhere, he also played 32 minutes, but he didn't do much, four assists, four rebounds, but only four points not much else. Markeith only played 17 minutes. They might have ran Otto Porter a little bit more at 4, which is interesting. That could hurt Markeef Morris's value moving forward. I would watch that situation and be ready to move Markeith uh, out of your system, out of your team, or, or maybe try to trade him when he has a few hot games, because if the Wizards are experimenting with their, um, their rotations. It could be bad news for Markeef. Going over to the Celtics kind of, um, like I said, a little bit of a blowout in this game. Uh, Avery Bradley and Isaiah Thomas both had pretty good games. Looking at the bench, Kelly Olenek played 26 minutes, didn't do much with it. Marcus Smart had a monster game, though, 20 points 4 three-pointers. He's, he's shooting a lot more threes this year, and he's making threes this year, which is uh, really nice to see. You can tell that that's something he worked on over the offseason, and they are letting him shoot I mean, he shot nine three-pointers tonight, which is might be a record for him. But Marcus Smart has not been standard league relevant yet this year, I think. He he does enough stuff to be kind of like someone to watch a little bit uh, heaven around in the drop zone, but his free throw percentage is horrible. And his shooting uh, percentage is also horrible. His uh, field goal percentage also horrible. So if those are important to you... Then he, I don't think you can own him. But if not, he he's fine. He might be someone you can pick up and you should pick up in bigger leagues. But even with Jay Crowder being out, it's not like he's suddenly been you know an amazing player on this team. He's still coming off the bench, and he, he's just he's just not doing enough for me to be standard league relevant. Amir Johnson, he only played 24 minutes tonight, but he, he was 5-for-5 five five, uh, and shot another three. He's just... I don't know what's going on with Amir. I think, you know, give him a give him a flyer, obviously, if he's sitting around on your waiver wires. He had 11 points, three rebounds on assist, steal, and block. That's a nice across-the-board line. I was kind of... I, I thought it was kind of a fluke that he was making threes, shooting threes and making threes. But it looks like they want him to make that part of his, his game. Uh, if you need a big man or someone to stream in that in that forward position. He, he's a decent guy to have it on the end of the bench. I think he's a bigger league guy. Standard leagues, I think, just streaming only. If you're in a bigger roto league, maybe. He, he doesn't hurt you too much anywhere, so maybe that'd be worth it in a bigger roto league. He, he needs to play more minutes to actually transcend to standard league relevancy. Let's move on to the next game. Who do we got? Jazz. Versus the Hornets. This was finally a close game. Looking at the Jazz, Gordon Hayward has had a nice return for the Jazz. I've uh, I've enjoyed the, the fact that he really... A lot of guys, when they come back from injury, they seem to uh, act, uh, not rebound as quickly as Gordon Hayward has. Um, that's really nice to see, and uh, people who drafted him a little bit later in drafts. It's probably nice to get a, a nice return on him because he came back so quickly. He's uh, ranked 23rd overall in his three games. I mean, he's filling it up. He's got 25 points, almost two threes a game, six rebounds, and three assists in those in those three games. So keep running with Gordon Hayward. Nothing to worry about there. It does suck that uh, George Hill is still out with a thumb injury. Uh, there is I don't know if there is a return for him, But I would hope Dante Exum would have gotten more minutes with him out, and Dante Exum did get 24 minutes tonight, but he didn't really do much. He only had six points and five assists, and a three-pointer. I'm still watching him. Ronnie Hood is uh, shooting a lot, but now that Gordon Hayward is back, Hayward's taking the focal point of this offense. Sheldon Max been the starting point guard on this team, and I, I don't think he's worth owning unless you're desperate for assists. He only had six points and five assists tonight, with a steal and three rebounds. He didn't make any threes, so if you're desperate, desperate for a point guard, I'm I'm putting him in the in the back guard, uh, the backup point guards who are replacing starters. Uh, he's probably last. He's probably fallen off. Uh, Tim Frazier isn't um, isn't making me too happy lately either, but uh, Sheldon Mack uh, is worse. He's worse. Gobert, quiet night from scoring, but he had 11 rebounds and three blocks and a steal, so that's really what you want to see. Derek Favors has been playing pretty mediocre this year. He's only averaging 25 minutes, and I know that was because he had those minutes limits running into the season, but it's gonna take a while for him to get his legs. You wanna you kinda of want him to bounce back quickly just like Gordon Hayward did, but it doesn't look like that's going to happen. I think over the course of the season he'll he'll be better. He'll be fine, but you know, if you want to buy low on him, if he's someone you think you could get for on the cheap just because he's he's underperforming, he did have a nice night tonight, sixteen points, ten rebounds, and two blocks, but You know, that isn't a super monster line, and someone probably played a a nice price for him. Looking over at the Hornets, uh, Michael Kidd-Gilchrist still can't shoot the ball, 0 for 5 tonight. But he had 9 rebounds, an assist, 2 steals, and a block. That's really kind of what his lines have been all all year this year. Just no scoring terrible, but rebounding the ball incredibly well from uh, his position, and then doing enough of the intangibles to be relevant he's he's very good at steals and that's something you know that's something that you need i would i would be i would happily have him on in a bigger league uh even in in roto leagues you do need a guy like that on your bench who if you're you know starting to struggle in steals you can pick him up even even at scoring nine points a game this year he's ranked 47th overall he's averaging a steal and a half over a block a game and eight rebounds with almost an assist, and he's not shooting the ball a lot. Surprisingly, he's shooting. I would have thought it would be much less than this, but he's shooting about forty-eight percent on the year, which is pretty incredible considering I, I, I never I never see him with a good line. So he's been but he never really shoots a ton, and that's to be expected. That's kind of his um That's kind of his role. Marvin Williams had a nice night. Five three-pointers, 19 points, eight rebounds, and an assist. He's had a slow start to this year, not as good as his start last year, but he's been shooting really poorly. He's been shooting uh, 37%, which is not great. He's bound to get his shooting legs under him at some point this year. I don't know if he is going to be as good as he was last year, and... Last year, I mean, he everything fell right for him, and he did all of that in in twenty nine minutes. He's play he's playing basically the same amount of minutes, and he's shooting the ball worse. But he's scoring more threes somehow. But he's shooting the ball worse. He's taking uh, a few more shots, but his his shooting percentages are way way down. So expect him to revert to the mean. If you need kind of like a across the board intangibles guy who's not going to blow up the points or anything like that, but get you really. Solid threes and and solid rebounds. I'd I'd go snag him up, or or buy low on him. He's not gonna be a monster player. I don't think he's gonna finish in the top fifty like he did last year. Um, he's he's just too old to uh, to take a huge leap. I I, I think he'll still be standard league relevant. So, uh, I'd I'd say go go pick him up if he's on your wire. Looking at the rest of this team, Nick Batum had a bad night. Man. I I don't like Nick Batum. Uh, I don't. He's just too inconsistent. Kibba Walker uh, had a very nice night. Cody Zeller also started. He only played 27 minutes, and he had 12 points, 3 rebounds. Zeller doesn't get enough rebounds for me, but he's someone I am keeping an eye on in case he starts actually doing something. But he doesn't get enough minutes for me. He doesn't get enough rebounds as a center. He's only averaged about a block, but he, he does have a good field goal percentage. But like I said, he just doesn't get enough play on this team. Um, Nick Batum's been, like I said, disappointing as well. And we don't know the timetable for Roy Hibbard's uh, knee that disintegrated. Once they figure out how to uh, undisintegrate knees, Roy Hibbard should be back playing on this team. Till then, uh, Kaminsky has been getting uh, decent minutes off the bench. He, in 20 minutes, he was 6 for 10, 13 points, a 3-pointer, 5 rebounds, 3 assists, and a block. Guy to keep an eye on him and Spencer Hawes kind of are like fill them up, like stretch four or five guys. They're not playing enough minutes for them to be relevant. So I don't I don't need to hear people picking them up in any league, in any standard league anyway. But in deeper leagues, they should be owned for sure. Moving on to the next game, the T Wolves versus the Magic. The T Wolves finally got their second win of the of the season. The Orlando Magic are just bad. They uh, they started out the year. bad and then they had three wins and then they lost it's been a weird year for the Orlando Magic as well but hopefully this means the two wolves are kind of getting their act together Zach Levine has been a monster with Rubio out man look at this line 37 points four rebounds three assists and a steal seven three-pointers trying to trying to get halfway almost a little over halfway to that record uh maybe maybe Zach Levine's gunning for it he was 14 for 22, which is still still pretty good to huge volume. But, I mean, he's been must-own, must-have uh, since Rubio's been out. Now, this, this goes to beg the question, when Rubio comes back, what does that do to his value? And I, I think it, it definitely drops it. Dunn has been willing to give the ball up, though Dunn didn't play a ton of minutes tonight. He's been willing to give the ball up. Uh, a lot more and not take that take a lot of shots just because he's not a shooter and you would think Rubio being not a shooter would do the same thing but uh Zach Levine does not get these kind of touches in games when Rubio's out there so this could be a a sell high time for Zach Levine he's kind of a bulk scorer uh his intangibles are solid enough but not elite so I I would actually I would sell high if you can get something really nice for him go for it, Uh, Wiggins uh, also had a pretty good night tonight, 29 points, six assists, um, four rebounds, and two three-pointers, he's added a three to his game, which has really bumped up his his fantasy value, Um, and he's doing enough stuff where, you know, in in years past, he's been kind of considered just like a one-trick pony, just a guy who scores, and he doesn't do much for your fantasy value. But this year he is he's he, he's doing more than that and he should be owned in standard leagues for sure. My main man Gorgi Dang, he was very efficient tonight. 6 for 9, 12 points. But here's here's why you have Gorgi Dang. He had a couple bad games the other week and I was like go out and get that guy. I love Gorgi Dang. Buy low on Gorgi Dang. Always buy low on Gorgi Dang cuz he's going to have some some crap nights. He's going to he's going to he's going to craft the bed every once in a while tonight with those 12 points he had 11 rebounds seven assists two steals and a block that is an awesome nine cat line he did have two turnovers I'll take it no big deal looking at the magic Ibaka another mediocre night from him Uh, his value is just in free fall at this point he's a he's a buy low guy because he's gonna play starters minutes but if you if you can get him for scraps because his value uh, couldn't be any lower he's been playing horribly for this team the Magic don't know what they're doing. They got a mismatched team. Aaron Gordon had another bat night. Aaron Gordon is not a three. Ibaka should probably be playing a stretch five, next to Gordon at the four. They should be rotating Bismack Biombo in between those guys. Uh, I don't know what they're doing here. Uh, Vujovic, Ibaka, Bismack Biombo, Gordon. They should just be playing, you know, twenty-five minutes each and just rotating. You know, you could put Gordon at the three for every once in a while, but he needs to play more at the four to be effective. I'm disappointed in Gordon. BizMek Biambo had twenty six minutes off the bench. He um didn't he didn't make any of his field goals. He was three for six from the line, but he had eight rebounds and a block to assist. He's not playing enough minutes to be relevant right now. I don't know when he will. Vujovic has been surprisingly relevant, even though with that glut in the front court. Another decent night from uh, Alfred Payton, eight uh, for fourteen, eighteen points, seven assists, steals, uh, one steal, sorry, and three rebounds and only one turnover and a three pointer. Um, that's that's really really nice. I really like that line. I uh, I would go pick him up if he is on your waiver because he is young enough to. Um, He's young enough to, to be relevant. He's had a couple uh, not-so-great games so far this season and played some questionable minutes. But, you know, I like to take flyers on, on, on young guys like this. This is his team. Obviously, he's not a good shooter, and his free-throw shooting is miserable. But I like to take a flyers on young guys who who uh, play well, and especially a guy who, who gets assists. Assists are so important, especially if you can get them off the wa- waivers. So why not, why not take a chance on that guy? I like Alfred. I'm taking a flyer on him. Uh, go take a flyer on him. Let's go to the next game. Sixers versus Pacers. This game went into overtime. Pacers ended up winning. Someone, I guess who finally showed up to play basketball. Beautiful Bob Covington. 23 points. Five of those three-pointers. Six rebounds, an assist, a steal, a block. Oh, Bob Covington, you are essentially one of my most hated people because you put up lines like this and it makes me want to pick you up. And then the second I pick you up, you're gonna play like crap. Uh I think he I think he should be owned in standard leagues, uh bigger standard leagues for sure. I just there's enough there to um he shot he just shot incredibly poorly starting out starting out the season. So whoever if anyone drafted him, they definitely dropped him. So he's probably on your waiver wire. I would I would pick him up. Uh, darker Sarge in 34 minutes, 14 points, 12 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 blocks, two three-pointers. This this kid starting to figure it out. He can play. I like him as well. If he's on your waiver, go pick him up. These are just flyer guys. Like if you got good guys on your bench who do similar things to these guys, if you got a three-point shooter on your on your bench like Robert Covington, okay, maybe don't go pick up Robert Covington. But these guys do a little bit of the intangibles. They're just not consistent, uh, and if you got you know crappy guys sitting around on your bench, why not take a flyer on someone who's got potential like this? Julie Okafor started. He only played 24 minutes, but he was he had 15 points, two blocks, three rebounds. Uh, Jaleel, I don't know what to make of you, buddy. You he I don't think he's ownable unless he's going to play starters minutes. He only played 24, like I said, and um, it's really uh, disheartening to uh, to have to just be like. You're, you're worthless. You you can score, you can rebound, but you're worthless fantasy-wise. And he is. He's worthless. Uh, Sergio Rodriguez had a really, really pitiful night tonight. He was one for 14. Only two points. He did have five assists and three steals and two rebounds. This was a bad shooting night. He's had a couple not great shooting nights. I still like Sergio Rodriguez in standard league value. He's a starting point guard on a team. He gets good assists. He's a consistent player. He gets good steals. I like him better than Gerald Henderson, who you know had 17 points tonight Sergio Rodriguez still ownable in in, in leagues that I'm in in uh, even in even in standard leagues Hollis Thompson played 26 minutes and he had a nice night 19 points, 6 rebounds, 3 assists and a steal with three three-pointers that's a nice night from Hollis Jefferson or Hollis Jefferson Hollis Thompson There's surprisingly Hollis Jefferson and a Hollis Thompson I know that's one's only a last name and one's actually two names but yeah, Hollis uh, Hollis Thompson. He's he's been playing enough. I mean, he's only getting twenty minutes, but in that twenty minutes, he's doing a, a enough to be someone to watch. Uh, he's not ready for standard league uh, these days, and I know Sark's been playing really, really miserable up to this point. But I'm willing to take a flyer on, on guys like that. If one more good game from Sark, and he's going to be on my team for sure. Looking at the Pacers. Thaddeus Young, another really crappy night from him. Uh, only two for six, but he did have three steals and a block and a five rebounds with two assists. So he's still doing intangible stuff. Not enough for me to drop, but enough for me to put him on my bench or to start other guys over him in head-to-head leagues. If I if I have a full roster that evening, CJ Miles still playing huge minutes off the bench. He's doing enough to be on a standard league, especially if you need three pointers. He is a three-point uh, monster and he should be on. If you need three pointers right now, go pick him up. Jeff Teague finally having a monster, monster night. 30 points, nine assists, two steals, and a block. That's what you want to see. He also had a three pointer. This is what you want to see from Jeff Teague. Now, granted, he played 41 minutes in an overtime game tonight. So, little inflated numbers here. But Jeff Teague, it's good to see him bounce back. I, I still think he's a hold. His value is kind of dropping. But he's definitely a hold moving forward. He's taken a lot of the possessions out of, uh, a lot of the shots out of Ellis' hand, which is Monte Ellis is kind of disappointing this year. Monte Ellis, I, I'm not really sure if he is standard league relevant. And that's that's kind of sad because he's been he's been standard league relevant. He's been kind of like a nice mid guy who gets good steals every year for a very, very long time. And I think he's just finally fallen out of standard league relevancy, which is um, it's really sad. I miss uh, Montellus. He was one, he was a great, great Golden State Warrior. Miles um, Turner. That's a really good night for Miles Turner. He, he obviously has taken a step back in being the focal point of the offense. And it makes sense because Paul George should be the focal point of your offense. He's the best player on that team and usually the best player on the court. But Miles Turner, 6 for 10, super efficient, hit another three. That's always great. But this is what you want to see consistent rebounds and blocks, nine rebounds. Three blocks. He threw in an assist. He had 15 points. Uh, Miles Turner, congratulations! You are bona fide fantasy relevant. Uh, love that guy. Keep keep him on your teams. Don't try to get rid of him or do anything weird with him. Not try, don't be don't be fancy with Miles Turner. Just keep him on your team. Moving on to the next game: Toronto Raptors versus the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, Raptors handing the the Thunder their second loss of the year. This was a close enough game, so uh, everybody played solid minutes. The Raptors don't seem to know what to do with their starting lineup. They've been starting uh, Podal and Siam, and they always end up playing those guys like less than 20 minutes and then end up playing like Patrick Patterson, 33 minutes. Um, Noriega, I think that's how you say his name, he had 29 minutes. He was efficient, 5-for-5. Five five. Seven rebounds, two steals, two blocks, ten points, and an assist. That's something to keep an eye on for sure. I don't, I don't know what that really translates to, especially with this stupid starting lineup that they're doing in Toronto. Just, I, I don't, I don't see how it makes their team better. But Noriega has been only played him two games, but twenty five minutes in those games, and his per thirty sixes are kind of. Um, uh, kind of interesting. So, keep an eye on him. He's not standard. Don't pick him up in standard leagues. That's ridiculous. The rest of this team, you know, they did what they usually do. Um, DeMar DeRozan scored a ton and didn't make a three. Kyle Lowry had a really nice night, thirteen assists with his nineteen points and nine rebounds. That's a flirting with that triple double. He had five three pointers. That's um, he only made six shots. He had five three pointers. Um, get get a little bit better there, Kyle. Been your efficiency, but you know, that's what you want to see. Demari Carroll, not ownable, another mediocre night. He only played 22 minutes. Um, get out of my face, Demari Carroll. Going on to the Oklahoma City Thunder, Westbrook 36, 7 and 7, two blocks and a steal, shooting 26 field goals, only making nine of them. The guy's the guy's insane. Someone needs to tell Westbrook he's not a three point shooter. He was three for 12 from three point land. You're not a three-point shooter, Westbrook. Yeah, you make some. You made three out of twelve. That's not. That's not good. Um, but he is. He had eight turnovers. Yipes. Stephen Adams has been kind of my favorite out of nowhere player on this team. He's not scoring a ton, but man, the guy gets to the line, and when he does, he makes. He's making his shots, and that's a really, really valuable attribute for a center. Uh, you get fouled a lot, getting those easy baskets and you're under the basket and he's shooting 94% from three, uh, free throw. That's, uh, incredibly impressive. He's a good free throw shooter. He might, you know, fall off a little bit uh, as the year moves on, but he's getting a lot of good points from there and he doesn't take a ton of shots, but the ones he does are efficient. He's only scoring 10 points a game, maybe a, almost 11, but this is what is really, really nice. He's consistently getting uh, solid rebounds, eight and a half a game. Here's the big one. Two full steals a game. Is that something that's probably going to lower, decrease over how the year's going? Yeah, probably a little bit, but the guy gets his hands on a lot of balls. Uh, and, you know, take that for what that's worth. Uh, that's uh, <laughs> Not to insist that all Australians get their hands on a lot of balls. All right, I'm, uh, enough with uh, I know there's people from Australia who listen to this, so... Enough with the dogging the Australians. I love Stephen Adams, and I also love the Australians, and I love Australia. Uh, I need to come back, but Stephen Adams, a solid center. He doesn't do sexy lines. He doesn't score thirty-four points. He does everything well. He's solid. His he doesn't give you a ton of points, but tonight, fourteen points, twelve rebounds, two steals. There's his two steals again. A block and an assist. I would take that line every night, night in, night out, from my center. That's fine with me. I don't need a ton from him, but he's doing everything I need him to do. Uh, I love that. I love that from him. Sabonis played 28 minutes. He's not standard league relevant, but he plays enough minutes where if he ever put it together, he would be. So keep an eye on him. Oladipo, up and down this year, playing in the shadow of Westbrook. 18 points, 8 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals. That's a nice night. He had 5 Three-pointers, Roberson, not relevant at all. Uh, Moving on to the next game, the Bulls versus the Atlanta Hawks, Uh, a game that tightened up and then fell apart for the Bulls. Taj Gibson, 37 minutes tonight. Uh, Taj Gibson is just uh, a rock. I mean, the guy is consistently getting you just perfectly fine stats from the forward position, similar to Seaman Adams, he does what you need him to do. Uh, Twelve points, nine rebounds, an assist and a half, which is pretty good. This is for the season. Um, one steal and one block. Shooting fifty-one percent. What more do you want? What do you? What more do you want? That guy is solid. Another guy who doesn't do anything fancy. He's not going to suddenly have thirty rebounds in a game, but every night. He plays. Twelve and nine, a steal and a and a block, those add up. You know, Bulls play three games this week, four games this week, whatever. That adds up. Over the course of a roto season, that really adds up. Night in, night out. Uh if he's sitting around on your on your waiver wire right now, go pick him up. That stuff adds up in any league. He's standard league relevant. Pick him up now. Uh Robin Lopez sadly has not been and you you kinda expected him to do what Taj Gibson's doing this year, but he hasn't. Rondo another terrible shooting night. They they Atlanta let him shoot. Atlanta's a smart team. They're like, yeah, Rondo, go ahead and go ahead and shoot the ball. He actually did make a three tonight because they left him open so many times. Six points, seven assists, and a steal, five rebounds. Yeah, that's pretty typical of Rondo. Jimmy Butler's um amazing uh, season. I mean, I guess he hasn't had an amazing season, but I, I think he's taken a, a bit of a step here. I think he's he's going to have an amazing season. I really do. 39 points tonight. Four three-pointers. That's that's rare for him. Seven assists. He's he's getting a lot more involved in, in dishing the ball out, and it helps that Wade is around, and they're playing him a little bit more with the second team as well. Four rebounds. Six steals tonight. Six steals. That's absurd. Wade had five steals tonight. That's also absurd with his two three-pointers. He had 25 points Three assists, three rebounds. I'm not worried about Wade moving forward and being injured. Blah blah blah, all that stuff. He's going to play less uh, on the Bulls than he did with the uh, the Heat, um, or at least the same. He's not gonna. He's not carrying that team. Jimmy Butler is. So Wade sometimes put the, puts this team on his back because that's his, his in his blood. It's in his nature to put a team on a back and win some damn games. But Wade, I'm not, I'm not worried about his health. Obviously anything could happen right you could always blow out something but that could happen with anybody i'm not worried about Wade's health moving forward looking at the bench nico 11 minutes mcdermott 19 minutes what happened to those guys they they didn't get enough tick tonight Um, went with the starters they wanted to win this game they didn't going on to the hawks dennis schroeder took 19 shots tonight only made five he had a three-pointer but seven rebounds and three assists is, is, is solid. You would want more assists from him. He is averaging, I think, almost seven assists on the year. So, you know, hard to complain about Dennis Schroeder, but Dennis Schroeder is not really filling it up like I thought he would this year. Uh, Schroeder is averaging 16 points, uh, three and a half a game, little under four rebounds, six assists, not seven, but here's where, here's where it hurts. He is only getting a, under a half a steal a game and no blocks and looking at his per 36 from last year let me go take a look at this you were expecting you know at least over a steal a game and well okay the occasional block right but he's he's not giving it to you and he's shooting solid percentages and this looks like this is starting to look like who he's going to be this year a guy who's a solid um kind of like a like a broke Mike Connolly. he's shooting a, the three occasionally he's getting decent rebounds and assists but Mike Connolly was elite in steals in his prime and I thought I thought Dennis Schroeder would be much better at steals than he is right now and he's not and maybe that will change over time and up his value but to me I'm I'm a little disappointed in into Schroeder and I, I'm not looking for a huge jump. He's young enough to take a huge jump. So don't don't give up on him. Don't drop him off your team by any means. But um I'm kinda I'm kinda I'm holding on I'm holding on him. Not sure where he's gonna go. Dwight Howard was eighteen and ten with two blocks, three steals. That's a pretty good night. He was only six for nine for free throw and six for nine for field goal. So didn't really kill you tonight. That's always positive. Bazemore had a horrible game i would assume it's because jimmy butler was guarding him uh Bazemore 20 only played 22 minutes he had seven assists which is nice but he was one for four one rebound one steal one block three points so don't panic on him but you know basemore could be doing a lot more on this team i i think he should be playing better and i think he has the potential to play better i'm holding on him as well but i'm disappointed I think he'll play better. I think they'll they'll get a, a rhythm in the on this team. Paul Millsap is just still Paul Millsap. The guy's great. Six assists, eleven rebounds, a steal, two blocks, two three pointers, sixteen points. It's just standard, just standard boring Paul Millsap stuff. Uh, a little bit more interesting is Tabo Saveloja. He had a great game tonight. Twenty nine po- minutes off the bench here. Twenty points, five rebounds. Three steals. He's a great steal guy. A block and an assist and two three pointers. Don't don't get your hopes up for a, a Seth resurgence. But in nine cat leagues, he's ranked forty fourth. And I I understand that is because he doesn't hurt you anywhere. I understand it's because he's mediocre in a lot of things and then super elite in steals. That helps your nine cat relevancy. He's also shooting sixty percent, so that helps too. So that looks really really good, but he's only playing twenty four minutes. I can see streaming him if you're in a in a bigger league or even a standard league. You got some uh, spots. Uh, he's on the waiver. You got some spots. Hey, there's just, those are those are a lot of steals. Two and a half steals a game. That's a lot of steals. So um, you know, in a night like tonight, when he gets three of them, you're you're happy. So he throws in the blocks and the rebounds and two three pointers and twenty points. You're you're gonna be happy with him. Stream him. Uh, I don't. Th- he's not ownable in standard leagues. Moving on to the next game, the Suns versus the Pistons. Pistons lost this game. Uh, A little bit surprising. Let's let's look at CY. Tobias Harris, 3 for 12, 9 points. Don't worry about Tobias. He did er, a little bit of everything tonight, but he didn't play terribly well. I'm not worried about him. Drummond, looking better. He had 18 points tonight, 14 rebounds. Only one block, but four assists. That's cool. Ish Smith. The uh, in the rankings he's uh, head of Sheldon Mac and the backup for actual starter point guards. 9.7 points, assists. The seven assists is really nice, but here's even this is even nicer. Four steals and two blocks. Even though he shot three for thirteen, you can't be too mad with that line. Uh, Cobalt Pope bounced back. Twenty-seven points tonight. Five three-pointers. Six rebounds. A steal and an assist. Really, really nice night from him. I, I like everybody on the Pistons. Um, no one's outstanding, obviously, in the Pistons' starting five. Uh, Andre Drummond is if you're punting free throws. So, you know, if you got him and you're punting free throws, you're doing pretty well for yourself. But nobody's outstanding. Uh, uh, but I, I like everybody. Uh, I like everybody. Uh, Ish Smith being the worst out of the starting five. But, you know, seven, that's a, he's averaging seven assists a game. And that's hard to come by, so he's gonna, you know, drop off when Reggie Jackson comes back. But I, I do like everybody on this team. Marcus Morris might be a little bit undervalued, to be honest, because the guys, the guy does a little bit of everything. He's just, like I said, none of these guys are super sexy, but they do just enough. Uh, Marcus Morris had a three pointer tonight with sixteen points, two steals, two assists, three rebounds. Yeah, that's fine. No turnovers. So if you're a guy who likes nightcat leagues and you like filling, you like doing something well in all the categories, people like Marcus Morris are are definitely someone you want on that team on your on your team. Let's look at the Suns here. Alex Lynn with the start, thirty seven full minutes tonight, and this is what I've been saying about Alex Lynn. I'm I'm gonna go pick him up in a few leagues. I haven't I hadn't seen this line yet. Alex Lynn when he starts. Is actually really really good at uh, a fan of a fantasy player. He had a pretty monster line tonight. I I like him. I think you go p- everybody go pick him up uh, if he's going to play these types of minutes. I don't know where Tyson Chandler is. I should probably go find out t- where Tyson Chandler is first. But Alex Lynn started tonight. Sixteen points, fourteen rebounds, three steals, and a block. That's really really nice. His free throw, uh, his free throw was two for six. His free throw is not great, but I'm not sure it's going to hurt you unless they, they they go out of their way to uh, to hack him. But just be aware that his, his free throw is is mediocre at best. But the guy gets good steals. He he averaged uh, a block a game already this year in 21 minutes. So even though he didn't have a um, block he only had one block tonight you know expect that to go up i uh, i'm taking a flyer on him i'm picking him up in standard leagues go out and pick him up right now off the bench uh jared dudley played 30 minutes 19 points four three-pointers i don't think dudley's uh, standard league relevant it's interesting to see him coming off the bench like that playing heavy minutes but i'm not a huge i'm not a huge fan i don't think he gets consistent minutes enough Brandon Knight, what are we going to do with you? He only played 17 minutes. He still had 14 points, 3 assists, a rebound, and a 3-pointer in that 17 minutes. But only 17 minutes just kills your fantasy value. And I, 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 don't, I don't know what to make of him. i am I'm out on him. I'm staying away from him just because of his... His playing time. Uh, I'm keeping an eye on you know trade talks with with him though. If he gets moved to a, a legitimate team who needs a point guard, he's a fantasy. He's he's gonna break out. You know he's he's really good at fantasy when he's playing starters minutes. So I would want him uh if he moves if he moves to another team but until then he's just buried on this team behind now behind you know tj warren is going off everywhere and he only had 18 points tonight but he shot 17 shots the guy's gunning bledsoe's also gunning. he had 15 shots bledsoe on the other hand is a fantasy monster 21 points 11 rebounds 8 assists uh that's that's an awesome stat line booker not the breakout year So far that we thought he was, we thought he was just going to be scoring like 30 points a game, getting wild out, being Kobe, and really, TJ Warren's kind of stolen a lot of his thunder, and Bledsoe too, like those guys had the ball in their hand, and they're taking a lot of shots, and Booker only had nine shots tonight, uh, 11 points, two blocks though, and four assists, two rebounds, and a steal, so at least he did a little bit of everything tonight, it's not a total loss if you had him starting tonight, but... Man, it just it just sucks to see Devin Booker being marginalized when the guy could be insane. He's averaging 17 field goal attempts a game this year, but so is TJ Warren and well, you know, if they're all going to they're all not going to be able to shoot the ball that much with Bledsoe also taking a ton of shots. So it'll be interesting to see what direction this team goes if they make some in-season moves and I think they will. So, keep an eye on this team. I'm not selling on Devin Booker yet. I, um, there's just too much potential there. He's too young. He's too good. Everybody else in this team, you know, not interested in. Rockets versus Spurs. This game's actually still going on. There's about three minutes left, and it's a three-point game. Why am I not watching this game? I should be watching it. Um, Kawhi Leonard might be the MVP of the whole league this year. He's having a great night. Lamarcus, not shooting terribly well, but... Fourteen points, four rebounds, two assists, two steals, and a block. Doing a little bit of everything tonight. You want him to hit one of those threes, though. Paul Gasol started thirteen points. Um, in the in those third thirteen points. No, I wish he had thirteen points. Is he has he had thirteen points yet this year? What the hell's going on with Paul Gasol? Thirteen minutes, pop. What are you doing? You bring this guy on the team. The guy gets monster stats for a fancy player, and you're playing him thirteen minutes a game. You want to know why he's playing 13 minutes? Because the Houston Rockets run. They run. Clint Capella is quick, actually. Uh, Ryan Anderson is, is is a lot more agile than Paul Gasol. They're running small ball against the Spurs right now. You can tell by the minutes. Eric Gordon's getting a lot of minutes off the bench. Trevor Reza, Ryan Anderson, they're all getting big minutes. Corey Brewer got the start, but Eric Gordon played a ton of minutes for the Rockets, so... I like Gordon over Brewer. I thought Brewer was someone to watch if he was going to start, but he's not playing real minutes. Clint Capella, only 18 minutes tonight, 12 points, 5 rebounds, and a block. I, I like Clint Capella still moving forward. Those are great per 36 minutes. I don't know what's going on in this game. I guess I should have watched it. Um, if you watch it, you might have a better insight, but it looks like they went small ball, and they're just throwing small ball lineups at each other and just gunning. And it uh, looks like the Rockets actually might pull this one off. There's a minute 30 left, four-point game. Don't count quality, uh, quiet out. Don't ever count him out. Paul Gasol, like I said, 13 minutes. What are we going to do with Paul Gasol? All right, so I think the only play for Paul Gasol is by low. He's too good of a fancy player to drop. And that's really hard for me to say because... He's horrible this year, and I don't know if it's going to get any better. I don't know if Pop trusts him. I don't know if Paul Gasol can play basketball or defense anymore, or enough defense to to warrant being on the floor. He might he might turn into a spot starter when Lamarcus sits. That's really horrible. That's that's a fall from a hard fall from grace. One of the hardest ones I've ever seen. Um, I can't. I drafted him in a few legs. In the mid tier rounds, and I'm, I'm very disappointed. And I can't bring it to myself to just throw him back on the waiver because someone will take a flyer on him. So if you drop him off the waiver and someone picks him up, that means someone's willing to trade for him. This is uh, tr- when you trade with guys like this, so this is incredibly hard. When a guy's really, really struggling, usually people want to trade for that guy because it's a buy low. But Paul Casol doesn't seem like a buy low, it seems like his value is completely dropped. He's a guy who has a higher ceiling than where his value is, but no guarantee he's going to go back to that ceiling. So it's almost like you want to trick people into sending him for a, a mid-round player. You're basically just taking a bet that Paul Gasol just doesn't come back this year. And you're hoping the other guy's like, you know what, Paul Gasol is going to play more minutes this year. Don't worry about it. Uh, Paul Gasol. He's still at what he did last year. So you're hoping you get somebody who's like still high on Paul Gasol, and you realize you know Paul Gasol's not going to do this this year. I think Paul Gasol's just not gonna. He's not gonna be the guy he once was. So go out there and try to get an okay player for him, and that's that's probably better than just watching him sit on your bench play 13 damn minutes a game. Yeah, he had seven rebounds and a steal in in those 13 minutes, but dude, that's not that's not standard league relevant. At all, and it's 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 incredibly frustrating. I'm tired of seeing Paul Gasol on my damn team. I think you gotta you gotta just try to move him. Find a team that's desperate for a big man. Move him onto that team. In the uh, 23 minutes, Paul Gasol's averaging nine points, six rebounds, a little over a block, two assists. You know that's that's drop zone, that's drop zone. So just move, just move him, move him for whatever you can. That's it. I'm giving up on Paul Gasol, I'll probably regret saying that. All of a sudden, Pop will just start playing him all the time, and I'll look like an idiot. But whatever. Moving on to the next game, Clippers versus Portland is a giant blowout, and that is sad. The Blazers are coming off a back-to-back, so it's not terribly surprising. This game is at halftime, so it's uh, it's probably going to not look good for Portland In the second half, and they're going to set their starters, and and, and then the Clippers will set their starters, and we'll all get mediocre performances from all of uh, everybody around this game. So awesome. The only guy I would actually talk about on the Blazers right now is Mo Harkless. I think Mo Harkless should be owned. He had a pretty big game the other night, and uh, tonight, in just 14 minutes, he's five points, three rebounds, and a, a block and an assist. In a three, so he's just doing a little bit of everything. I he's starting for this team. He's getting starter minutes. I've said it before. I like Mo Harkless. I'm a big fan. Pick him up. Put him on your team. Uh, I like I like taking a flyer on him. JJ's two for three tonight. I like the look of that moving forward tonight. Let's see where that goes. Blake Griffin in 18 minutes, 17 points, eight rebounds, two assists, and a steal. So that's nice to see that at halftime. Uh, hopefully, let's hope the Trailblazers get wild out. They come out. And, and gun and they make a ton of shots and they force the starters back onto the floor for the LA Clippers. The Mavs are also in the third quarter against the Golden State Warriors. This is also a giant blowout. I know I promised there wouldn't be a ton of blowouts uh tonight. There were at least it wasn't like 80%, it was like 50%. Uh it was like 30%. So after Steph Curry's monster 13 three-pointers, uh, he's got two three pointers already tonight. It's uh, it's a little uh, after halftime here. Uh, the the Mavericks have been interesting without uh, Dirk playing. I don't really know what to do with them. Harrison Barnes has actually taken the the load of the team and uh, playing against the Golden State Warriors. All you have to do is put Draymond on Harrison and then just let the rest of the guys try to do anything. Dwight Powell is a guy to watch. I think he's kind of interesting. When it comes to Nightcat Roto Leagues, he does a little bit of everything. He's He's got some good tangibles. Uh, I'm not taking a flare on him yet, but the Mavericks are falling apart here, and they should probably tank for the rest of the year. It's it's not looking good. Hopefully this game gets a little bit competitive so the starters stay in for the Golden State Warriors, but it looks like the Golden State Warriors will do their normal play three quarters and sit the fourth. Um, Durant's 8 for 8 tonight. Good lord. Four three pointers, 21 points, six rebounds, and assists. Uh, guess what, everybody? They're gonna figure it out. Uh, I'm not gonna get too heavy into either one of these games since they're only halfway done and they're already blowouts. So we're probably not gonna get a lot of value for them. And it's getting uh, it's getting late, and I was up late last night worrying about the uh, the future of our great nation. So that's it for all the box scores tonight. If you like the show and you like what you are hearing please leave us a good review or and or a good rating preferably both that'd be great on iTunes or wherever your podcasts are downloaded from that really helps the show it helps us uh, get viewers and it helps people find the show and um it shows that we're hey someone's actually listening to this that's that's always nice and if you also want to give feedback for the show directly to me you have fantasy questions or you want uh, me to talk about how much I hate Rayshon Rondo directly to your face, well, your digital face, you can get me on Twitter at WatchTheBoxes, all one word. Find me, tweet at me, uh, make hilarious jokes, tell me I'm terrible at Fantasy Basketball. I'll probably block you. Well, maybe not. I need all the followers I can get. So if you like what you hear, rate us. If you want to hit me, WatchTheBoxes on twitter thanks for joining us and godspeed america